Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Inclusive Storytelling Podcast. I am your host, Ashwini Prasad. In this episode, we're connecting with Nicole Go, who is a queer Filipina Chinese American entertainment professional originally from Chicago, Illinois, in the United States. She is currently the Senior Manager of Business Development for Diversity and Inclusion at Staff Me Up, which is a wonderful production staffing company. With over a decade of media production experience spanning from the music industry to Emmy Award television, she is relentless about collaborating with organizations, studios, and production companies to increase inclusivity within the TV landscape. Thank you again for joining me on this podcast. I hope you will go ahead and listen to other episodes and share and leave a review. Feel free to connect with me at theinclusivescreenwriter.com or on Instagram at theinclusivescreenwriter. In addition, I am an anti-racism and anti-oppression educator and consultant, and if I can support you or your organization to create safe spaces in your social justice work, let's connect to see if we can create safe spaces together. The media and the entertainment world definitely need this type of expertise. Lastly, this episode is the first of a series of episodes highlighting those from Asia and Southeast Asia. There has been a significant rise in anti-Asian hate, particularly directed to women and the elderly in North America over the last year. Tragically, six Southeast Asian women were murdered in Atlanta, Georgia, United States in mid-March 2021. And this has sprung protests and the hashtag Stop Asian Hate movement in the United States and Canada. Listen to Nicole as she answers what it means to be more inclusive in your lives. She says to listen, and I truly hope you will. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Inclusive Storytelling Podcast. Today, I have Nicole Go from Staff Me Up. Nicole, welcome. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Nicole, I'm not even going to try to butcher who you are and what you do. So I would love for you to introduce yourself. And then we're going to find out more about you and your boss and staff me up in the next 30 minutes. Yeah, um, I'm currently the senior manager of business development and diversity and inclusion at Staff Me Up. But I come from a production management background in the unscripted world of television. Awesome. So just for a quick 30 seconds, for those of you, for those of us or some of us that don't know what unscripted means, tell us the difference between scripted and unscripted in the in this wonderful industry we call entertainment and Hollywood and yeah. Hollywood and everything. And everything in between, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can do everything in between, but um, <laughs> scripted is like what you usually think of with television, you know, your scandals, how to get with murder, all that stuff. Clearly, I'm an ABC, like Shonda Rhimes fan. <laughs> um, and unscripted is more what you think of reality television. So keeping up with the Kardashians, but also more serious docuseries like Surviving R. Kelly. Um, those are all unscripted television. For, thank you for that discussion and distinction. All right, so I know something that you and your bosses, Danny, Daniel <laughs> Rosenberg from Staff Me Up, you two really prescribed to this, which was really interesting to me, is that what Staff Me Up and the initiatives that you are doing and Danny's doing, but definitely you're leading the, the way is we're trying to solve for exclusion by familiarity in the media and entertainment industry. Tell me more, I'm so interested. <laughs> 
Yeah. Exclusion by familiarity is really, it's how you hire who you know, right? It's all about who you know in the entertainment industry and they'll get you your first gig, your next gig. But then if you're only hiring within your own pod and your own group of people, that's all you're, that's exclusion by familiarity. You're never looking outside mm-hmm. to see who else you can meet. And, and you know, a, an example that Danny and I enjoy using is, you know, typically the heads of studios, production companies, things like that, they're all straight white men. Mm-hmm. And typically you hang out with who you know and people that are similar to you. So straight white men also know other straight white men. Yeah. And so with us and Staff Me Up, what we're trying to do is to break those systems and to introduce people outside of their standard network so they're not only hiring the same people that they know, which, you know, in TV is, um, it's helpful, right? Because usually at least in unscripted, you know, I'll, I'll get a call and be like, oh, we need to hire a new camera operator for tomorrow. So I'm immediately going to go on my phone and hire who I know. Who you know, but, right? Yeah, but that is in and of itself exclusion by familiarity. Awesome. I love that. So I know you're doing some great things to get more inclusion by familiarity. Let, tell me more. Yeah. Um, so it was Staff Me Up. So I joined the Staff Me Up team in September. And part of everything that we've built on since my joining is that we host virtual networking events weekly. Mm-hmm. And with that, we bring in someone from at an executive level or a hiring manager from a production company and introduce them to what we call our diversity advocacy organizations. So we'll host very intimate, obviously virtual for now, networking events where there's 10 or 15 members of a diversity organization, such as our one of our main ones, who you know, and we'll introduce them to an executive where they have an hour to have an intimate conversation, get to know each other. And then from there, we'll create a list of everyone who joined and then share it with that executive. So the next time that they're looking to hire, they can immediately think of these people that they just met and that, and you know, there's a relationship built that's already there. So it's not like we're just telling them to hire a stranger. They've already met them. They've had a conversation. They've had, you know, questions asked. Awesome. Awesome. And so I'm going to plug who you know really quickly here, led by Brie Frank. She works for Reese Witherspoon's uh, production company, Hello Sunshine. And she has started something very similar. And it's about who you know. Like, I love how she has this play on words and it's spelled H-U-E. And, you know, she is doing it. I think it's such a great combination with what you're doing um, with Staff Me Up and who you know, with being able to have the work that comes through Staff Me Up and then having the connections. So I think this is fantastic. So, you know, as two women of color, I want to be able to have this honest conversation about the entertainment industry. I'm new-ish to it. Um, I come from a theater background, um, but you've definitely been in there. You've been in the weeds and you've kind of grown up through the industry. So I want to know your perspective. You know, I'm really interested in terms of how things have changed and hopefully for the better, but if not, I want an honest answer. Yeah. How your experience has been as you've been working mainly ABC, right? Um, But as you've been working in this industry, have you seen any real positive changes around inclusion and not just right diversity or inclusion in skin deep, but people with disabilities, people with different expressions of identity. Um, How is the state right now and how has it changed? Yeah, I mean, I think just even within our current landscape within COVID, it's already changed so drastically, right? In terms of inclusion, we have different inclusion initiatives, including staff meetups that have have come around, as well as various committees within production companies that have formed. And so I think that's a really good step in the right direction. Um, In terms of 
measuring that success though, I think we'll still have to wait and see what that looks like. Um, I, like I said, I think we're heading in the right direction. You know, Staff Me Up has a pledge that we ask production companies to take, and we've had a few already take it, where again, we are asking them to solve for exclusion by familiarity, posting all their available job positions. Um, and one of those, one of the key points in our initiative and our pledge is that they meet with Brie Frank from Hugh, you know, um, <laughs> nice. to yeah. address their equity, inclusion and belonging pipelines and hiring practices within their company so that they can be more inclusive, as well as reducing any sort of toxic behavior. Um, you know, as two women of color in the industry, I know we've experienced some of that, you know, and just as women of color in the world, many microaggressions, right. And so um, I still think we have a long way to go. But I'm hoping that with everything that's happening, we're at least making a step in the right direction. That's my hope too. And, you know, I'm going to be really honest and transparent. I'm part of a uh, private Facebook group and it's just strictly women identifying people um, in, in unscripted. And um, I honestly will tell you probably about every two weeks, there is another post by a different woman talking about either these microaggressions, uh, sabotage behaviors, or other things on set by people who they work with. Um, mm -hmm. And when I tell this, like, you're nodding, you're like, yeah, uh-huh. And I tell uh -huh. this to other people and they're like, what? No way. I'm like, oh, yes way. So, you know, I want to be able to amplify, right? Like what you're yeah. doing, that these struggles are really are real. And there's happening, you know, happening from what I know every two weeks, but probably like every day on set. And I love what yeah. you're saying about what do we do to solve for not just the diversity and pipeline, but making sure that people are safe when they are working and they actually feel like they belong? Because for me, belonging is so important. It's, am I able to come in? Am I able to be myself? Am, do I need to change my vernacular, right? Hopefully not. And I, I'm like really big on that. I know that you are too, of being making sure that we have these safe spaces mm -hmm. for folks. And I'm not sure, I think we're doing better, but I know that we got a long way to go to make sure people feel safe. Yeah, and I think what's difficult with it is that as we are, you know, disrupting these systems and creating new pipelines and hiring hiring practices, it's important for everyone to do their own individual work because mm -hmm. if the individual who's making these changes has only come so far, then the organization can only go so far. Love that. And that's really hard. You can't really ask someone to do that if they don't know to do it either. You know, that's so true. So, you know, I wrote my book and it was one of the impetus was um, I was looking at all these, you know, wonderful, really, um, they were really trying to solve and change for diversity in Hollywood. And they were trying to really show the exclusion. Um, but when they were writing their recommendations, they would say things like, make sure your scripts don't have stereotypes, make sure that your scripts don't have confirmation bias. And it's like, that's great. But if you don't know what those words mean, it's really hard to solve for. So I think yes, you need to exactly. help people. Yeah, those how to's, how do you solve for these things or at least mm -hmm. raise awareness and then solve for them, 100%. Yeah. So if you, I wanna ask you another question. This is gonna be my yeah. my big question um, just because I'm, make, I'm poking half fun. But if you ruled Hollywood, <laughs> if oh, you gosh. ruled Hollywood, <laughs> no, it's an easy question, I promise. What improvements would you offer industry leaders and other influencers to be more inclusive. Hmm. In addition to what Staff Me Up is doing. Yeah. The first thing that comes to mind is scrap it all and start over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> uh, but in terms of something like reasonable, 
I'm not sure. I think it would just be to listen, listen to people and, and have an open mind and an open heart. And um, yeah, I, I think a lot of it's just listening and then learning how to take action from there. Yeah. I love that. That's so true. Uh, listening. It's the worst feeling when you say something that's from your heart and true, and you know, it's your experience and somebody either is gets defensive about it or they mm -hmm. do the, but what if, and it's like, no, this is my experience. These are my lived experiences. This is what I'm really going yeah. through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know we could all serve ourselves, not just with inclusion and what's going on in Hollywood, yeah. but just in general to listen to mm -hmm. folks. Yeah. That's for us. anyone. That's yeah, as a human being, right? To connect yeah. with another human being. That's awesome. So I wanted to ask you too, as you've been seeing what's happening with the industry, now you're at Staff Me Up and of course your experience, what are some of the best resources that have helped you along the way as a woman of color in this industry? I will say I've probably learned the most from my girlfriend. She is also a queer woman of color. Yeah. Uh, thank God for her patience with me as I go <laughs> along on my own journey. But, but I would also say good resources. Yes, Staff Me Up for sure. I wish I had known about Staff Me Up when I was in college to be able to use those resources. And looking for diversity organizations that you align with, right? So there's obviously Who You Know. There's also Women of Color Unite, Brown Girls Doc Mafia, ADOC for Asians American, Asian Americans in the documentary space. And especially in a time like this when we have so many virtual events and meetings you know i've even been to a few for nick animation and cartoon network like join those and network with other people before coming to staff me up i was really interested in the animation space and coming from live action unscripted i i, I volunteered for black women animate one of my friends was producing it and you know networking with those people and it doesn't matter you know what age or how much experience you have like just just being open to to learning new things I love and, and I'm networking. I love that. And I'm like part of 90% of all those organizations you just <laughs> mentioned, right? Yeah. And it's wonderful. And I find these spaces to be just so welcoming. And I'm also part of, um, I'll give a plug out to the three A's, which is the African Artists Association. And I'm not African or, <laughs> or black, but they're like, no, come on in. And so I'm part of their writers group. And, you know, they're, they're another wonderful organization that's such a great resource to folks and super affordable and they give so much and you know it's it, it's it's i agree it's just about being able to be with people talking to these different people and and i think one thing that's big for me you know until i found a couple of resources i didn't know all these other resources existed yes yeah and and i didn't even know about these resources when i was in college right like i was part of you know and in college i studied business management and had a minor in digital cinema which was like our film and television of, yeah. from my college and i didn't know about them until you, you know even even moving to la i was i'm originally from chicago i i struggled finding them you know i found cape which is the coalition for asian pacifics and entertainment which is also a great resource yep. and from there you know it, it took work you know, but at least, and that's why I'm really glad that with Staff Me Up, we're putting these organizations on our site so that if someone at least finds Staff Me Up, then you can at least see all of these that, you know, you might resonate with and then join those organizations and then find out about more organizations from there. Um, yeah. So I think yeah. this is a plug to all the educators out there to be like, hey, tell your students that are your digital students, your digital film, your film and whatever, right? Movies, storytelling. 
gather these resources and give them to your students so that they have this yeah. exposure. Um, and, it, you know, for me, it's also like whether whatever you identify, just knowing about these different groups is so important. Mm -hmm. It's important to know because it's not like it's just meant for people of color or women of color. I, I find that that's what people think is that these organizations are just meant for one particular group or anything, but it's not, you know, I, I don't know of any group that's exclusionary that way. And, you know, you, if you're like, oh, I'm a white guy, what am I going to do? How can I No, like just come in and learn, like they're happy to share this. Don't dominate a space or, you know, do the, but what ifs or become defensive. Like that, that's just wrong in any space, but like to learn and to be able to just listen, like you were saying, all these spaces are open to folks. So mm -hmm. if you want to listen and learn, um, I'm also yeah. part of South Asian, um, South yeah. Asians in entertainment and South Asian women in entertainment, another group, you know, and, and yeah, people are just out there supporting each other, which, which we definitely need right now, I think. Yes. <laughs> right. Especially in, now. In so <laughs> many different ways as we're figuring out this COVID situation. I, I wonder, you know, how in like two years when I'm listening to this, I'll be like, my gosh, COVID. That's right. That's what I'm, I'm hoping I just kind of blank yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just wipe it away. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just be like, oh my gosh, that's the headspace I was in during that time. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I even got up and was able to do this podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> As we kind of start wrapping up here, I would love to know what is a common myth about your profession or your field that you would want to be able to debunk? Hmm. I guess multiple, right? I think it, for most people outside of Hollywood, they see it as this glamorous industry <laughs> that you get to meet famous people and do all these things. You know, I, I feel like that's a lot of what my family in Chicago and like in the Philippines think, right? And I'm just like, yeah. oh no, like I'm on set 16 plus hours a day. <laughs> I remember having to clean maggots out of a cooler. Like oh, it's God. not, it's all not that. Fun. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it can be very rewarding, you know, to, on the projects that you're working on, but it is not all fun and games and it's not all red carpet right right yeah right I, I was talking to some friends about um so we know backstage or back of the theater is horribly gross you have makeup costume dust from who knows how long out there and I'm just like I wonder if those places are finally going to be cleaned after COVID <laughs> because... oh my gosh <laughs> You know, I hope so. Me too, because it's like, oh my gosh, those places are filthy. And we also got to think about sets. Let's be real, they're filthy. So I'm I'm actually hoping that this will be like some big splurge to actually get everything clean <laughs> because yes. we need it. Yes. And I will say all, all the COVID precautions that are in place, there are a lot. I did one virtual, I produced it virtually, but I did one set. Uh, that filmed here in LA and the things that you have to go through, you know, to keep it all COVID safe. It, it, it's a lot. And so it's very sanitary now. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I, hopefully we'll just continue it because it's just the right thing to do mm -hmm. to be yeah. a, a good person. Why would we go backwards? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I remember being, you know, uh, backstage and it was just like, oh my gosh, this is just absolutely disgusting. Yeah. But I don't want to, I don't want to have anybody not be a PA. What we're saying is it used to be like that. And yes, there's red carpet, but I, I think what's so important with what you're saying is that there is so much that goes into 
everything that you see in the content um, from the mm -hmm. scripts to the development pieces to the production where you have the talent and then you have the sandbags and unfortunately the maggots and you know you mm -hmm. have the catering and then you have the stage sets and you have the locations there is so much that goes into this and there mm -hmm. are so so many people working behind the scenes and i have now started to really focus on all the extra credits after everything I watch and just know their names and yeah. see who they're doing and see what they're doing because it's just not the people that are in front of us. There's gosh, what hundreds of people that are employed to get this content to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and even I, I also stay for all the credits and, and I always make it a point to try and look for like the exec assistants or the exec coordinators, the personal assistants, because those people are running around like crazy, they, they deserve so much respect and, and same with the PAs and uh, yeah, there are so many different paths and avenues you can take within television and film and I wish I had known about all the various positions that yeah. there are. Yeah, I agreed, agreed. There's so much just to try and I encourage people to try it doesn't matter how old you are, just get in there. Doesn't matter mm -hmm. your experience, you know, be able to take a job take, you know, being able to take something that's um, maybe a little bit lower than your skill set because this industry is very big on being able to show on what you've done. And it's true, you got to learn on the job. And, you know, like somebody like me, I'm like, well, I, I don't know where I'll fit, but I'll find my fit and just learn. And you have to be humble enough, no matter mm -hmm. how your experience is, no matter what you've done uh, with shorts since you were 13 years old, just come in, learn, because you're going to learn something new every single project. Yes, every single project, every single day. And you'll learn something new from everyone you meet too. Yeah, and hopefully it becomes more diverse. And so yes. you, know, you can have so many different experiences. And I know like Ryan Reynolds is trying that with his group effort initiative. Mm -hmm. And there's these different initiatives that are out there that are really trying to get different folks from all walks mm -hmm. of life into this arena that, um, you know, I, I think I can speak for both of us that we love, that we really, yes. really love. We do. <laughs> the space. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So as we kind of wrap up here again, if you could step into my shoes and thank you for being uh, my guest. And I know this is your first podcast. So thank you. Yeah. This is so <laughs> wonderful. If you could step into my shoes, what would you have asked me that I haven't asked you yet? Um, I guess, how do you fill your cup as, as a woman of color in not just this world, but in the industry? How do you make maintain your own self-care like what's that routine look like for you yeah that's awesome that's awesome well i want you to answer and then i'm going to give my answer <laughs> okay what do i do I, I had that question in mind and i didn't even think of an answer for myself um see you gotta, so you gotta focus <laughs> on you too right you gotta fill your cup to help others give from yeah. your overflow uh, i love cooking um, and, and I love boxing. Those are two things uh, that are really helpful for me and staying in touch with my family and friends. That does a lot for me. Yeah. Yeah. And right now, are you doing a lot of that virtually? Is it through? Yes. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Well, I also wonder, uh, for me, um, it is working out. Uh, it is writing. I uh, definitely have, have done that and getting some fresh air, you know, especially right now, yeah. you kind of take it for granted, but right now we don't have to as much. So it's really nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much. So uh, what is one call to action uh, that you haven't said yes, that all of us could do to be more inclusive in our lives? 
meet someone you don't know, meet someone that's outside of your network, um, you know, join apps like Clubhouse. And if you meet someone there, you know, reach out to them and just put yourself out there to, to meet someone outside of your standard networks and get to know a different perspective. Love it. That's amazing. So how can we connect with you online? Yeah, um, on Twitter, I am Nicole K as in kite, go, G-O. And on Instagram, um, I, I've had this username since like middle school, but it's <laughs> Nicole, N-I-C-O-O-L-G-O. Uh, and that is me on Instagram. Fantastic. Now, is there anything that you would need from this community, the inclusive storytelling community? Is there any way we can support you? Um, yeah, I, I would say just, I, I would just like to plug Safi up, you know, if you have any questions about diversity and inclusion and how you can be involved with our pledge or, you know, even just how you can help surface people outside of your standard networks on our platform or other platforms, just reach out. Um, you know, my email is Nicole at staffmeup.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Nicole. You're amazing. And I love all the work you're doing and keep on plugging away. And you know that I'm here for you if you need anything. And same to you. We are always here for you. Thank you so much, Nicole. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.